Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have King of the Dead. They have a new EP called The Summoning, which is going to be released on October 1st. Right now, I'm being joined by The Familiar to share some more information about this EP, the tracks. I have a note that there's even a full comic book, so we've got, we got endless things to chat about. So, oh my goodness gracious, I should have asked this question beforehand. Do I address you as The Familiar or Just Familiar? The Familiar. The Familiar. title. Yeah, correct. Uh, the Familiar, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are quite welcome. Uh, I also just envisioned calling you Lord Familiar, and I don't know why. <laughs> I'll accept that title. <laughs> I will gladly accept that title with grace. Um, but no, I dig it. I mean, as, as much as I'm like, you know, creeped out. I think that it is fantastic that you are in full regalia, and I appreciate that because it adds ambiance to the programming. Thank you. I, we don't like to do things in half measures. Exactly. Now, speaking of not doing things in half measures, I don't get the vibe that this EP was done at all in half measures. It seems like you gave it the full go. Tell us about this EP. What went into creating this EP? Is there a story? I mean, obviously there's a comic book. Are they related? They are. So, um, obviously, writing music and saying it uh, with a comic book, it's kind of difficult because I didn't want either element to take away from the other. Um, we've always been fans of, of high-concept music, but the bands that we appreciate the most, they have songs that you can listen to without having to listen to a, a full hour and a half long hour with the extended guitar solos in. So it was important to us to make uh, make sure that the songs were direct and, and to the point. Um, but it, it was uh, it started off as a labour of love, really. Um, yeah, writing music that would excite us to hear. When it comes to, I don't know what you want to call it, trimming the fat, cutting the fat or whatever on on songs take us through that process how did you guys go about doing what what you set out to do did you write really long songs and then cut them down or i mean how did it work well um previously um some of the other flesh buffets in the band um they've had experience uh, in uh, rooms with writing with with other songwriters and uh, one one flesh buffer in particular had a experience where uh, they came from a very kind of uh, um, eyebrow-raising uh, prog metal band where the, the aim of the game was to write seven or eight minute long songs and it was a post-hardcore band that they were in and they took the song that they'd written it was supposed to be a kind of pop and they took it into the songwriting and it had about different sections in it and the songwriter we were working with listening to it and right the hook of the song you do it once after the first chorus and you never do it again and they went through and they cut out section after section of that song and made quite a, a concise three minute song and that was a very uh, eye-opening experience so since then it's been a process of kind of self-censoring and well and enjoying the the process of, of making something that's quite concise 
it's just it's just, just a different kind of mentality. But I think you are able to do things and, and write music in a, a straight up pop rock kind of framework and still have interesting textures and interesting ideas and things like that. So it can be quite a challenge sometimes to end up with a three and a half minute song when you've got ideas that kind of branch off in different directions. But it's good to, to kind of remain focused in and think about what the, the overall kind of point is of the song, where you're trying to take it in terms of songwriting. Uh-huh. Post-hardcore prog metal. Yeah. <laughs> you just we said, want to be a, a prog punk band. Yeah, and you just said, guys, I actually need to be able to make money. So you stop doing prog and then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, when, when I was doing prog, well, when, when the, the Flesh Puppets were doing prog, it was about making music for ourselves a bit too much into a point where it wasn't even music that the members might listen to. It was like, oh yeah, did you... <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to kind of remember you know what what it's all about really and, and now the, the kind of uh, that's being written is the kind of music that these flesh puppets would, would listen to you know it, it's fun music things that you can you can kind of you can latch onto and you end up singing along by the end of the end of the song which is you know uh-huh. that's, that's the hallmark of, of good songwriting I think uh-huh. yeah well it's funny you kind of mentioned the whole trope of prog music is that it eventually gets to a point where it's not even fun anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the things I I dug about what you've got going on here is obviously it's dark alternative rock. Um, but it's good stuff. Thank you. Quite welcome. It was done with love. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) There's probably a bit of control while you were destroying my name, but running out of time. <laughs> but excellent pun work. Thank you. Uh, now, I, <laughs> I saw that a lot of these uh, videos are available, or it's the songs that are available with, with videos, I guess is a better way to say that. Um, was the plan to release the entire EP, like one track at a time, with an accompanying video? Yes, so the original plan was to release each song uh, you know like a, a run of uh, comic books effectively so it, you know releasing the EP it's a five track EP releasing the one track every uh, every five or six weeks maintains interest and you make you know you feel like you're building to something then as well but I think in terms of the way that music has changed recently you have to stay releasing things uh, you have to stay in, in people's minds and if we'd released this EP, um, you know, in November when we started releasing music, it would have been long forgotten about by now. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, re- yeah, releasing a song at a time, you know, I think that's probably the way that music is going to go, really, for the rock and metal bands. There's, there's, you know, all kinds of other genres of music have already gotten onto that. So I think it's a, a bit of a, a catch-up game now for for you know, rock, rock and metal musicians, we're kind of a curmudgeon-y sort, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> very much so. I'm I'm still complaining about the lack of Van Halen on MTV. 
<laughs> They'll get there one day, I'm sure. Yeah. All they're all they're doing now is cribs. They're, yep. <laughs> they're still doing any of that stuff. Just trying to show my age now, I guess. Um <laughs> Now, I saw that the animation in these videos was done by what appears to be King of the Dead Productions. So are you guys doing in-house um, comic stuff? Yeah. So there's various different uh, time in uh, King of the Dead. Uh, all of the flesh puppets bring different things to the, the table, which is good. Um, The last video was done by us, so it was, it's been a learning process from from the first video to to uh, with love. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, and the more things that we can do here, you know, the the less we have to kind of out and uh, yeah, I suppose we're, uh, all the flesh puppets are just control freaks, really. Yeah, yeah, you have a song called Control. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's just quite on the nose, isn't it, really? <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of control you want or you're you're talking about. I guess my question yeah. then is um are you are you releasing the songs in order of the story so people can follow along and they're waiting six weeks to find out what's happening next? Uh, yes, it, it is like be very, very difficult to, to pick out what's happened in the story. So the plan is uh, we're releasing daily copies of the EP so to to kind of try and enjoy those things together, really. And then you get a full sense of the story. Because like I said, I didn't want to feel bound by, um, you know, shoehorning in lyrics that would just make no sense at all because it's a part of the story. We want both things to be able to live on their own. So if you like comic books, but you hate uh, bands where people wear robes and masks, then you're not going to be put off from that and, and vice versa if you fans yeah. all of the members dress up silly costumes but don't like comic books you can enjoy that for what it is as well uh-huh. <laughs> I suppose it's a good thing this is a video interview you could have shown up and you've been like ready to go and I would have been like no it's just audio and you'd be like oh <laughs> I have to dress like this now anyway that's true that makes sense. I, I guess with the pandemic, it allows you to dress more like that, right? Exactly. I've just been waiting for an opportunity to don the mask in uh, Fluffy Coat. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know, maybe it's because I know you don't have an accent, but what the the type of accent I'm hearing in the mask is makes me think of V for Vendetta. Is there any anything like that going on, or no? Am I making that up? Uh, do you mean, are we trying to bring down the, the government? Naturally, darling. Uh, <laughs> only through democratic means. I'm a strong <laughs> believer in the democratic process. Oh, good. I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> um, <laughs> my next question is, are those candles real or are they LED candles? They are false candles. I like how you had to look. Like you didn't know that you but put them there. But they look fantastic. They do look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> 
is, uh, yeah, I highly recommend them. Perfect. They're great for dates. You bring the bring bring a young lady over and <laughs> hold on a second, darling. Click. Put it down. And they the... do have a little remote control with them as well, what? and different settings. What? Yeah, high tech candles. High tech candles. I got to get some of those. Show my wife. Like, check this out, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want a different color? I got a button for that. <laughs> That's cool. All right. We chatted about, yeah. uh, we started off talking about guitar solos, um, post-hardcore prog metal. And you, you bring yeah. up a really good point. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have gotten a band across my desk and I want to write them back and let them know to go back into Pro Tools, take the first one minute and 50 seconds cut it, delete it, drag it forward and get to the point because <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I don't want to, this is, this is turned into a bit of a hate manifesto against uh, it, it, <laughs> music or prog music now. it has, I don't know how that happened <laughs> but you know, I, you know, I, we, we love all kinds of music, I hope that people can hear that there is you know, a wide kind of uh, wide pool of different influences in the music. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Absolutely. freaking lutely uh, What else we chat about? We and chat- also, um, yep. Yep. I, I heard on, on one of your shows the other day, you were uh, talking to a cellist about Ebo and saying that people don't use Ebo, but the song on that EP where we used Ebo. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, there you go. That, that's about as prog as it gets. It certainly is. That's fantastic. I was chatting with RWB, <laughs> Raphael Wine, Wine, Weinroth Brown, and I said his name like it was soup. And we were chatting, chatting about the Ebo, which is fantastic. Yeah. I lo- love Ebos. Who doesn't love an Ebo? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was living in the studio that we recorded, and, and it never used to. And then the problem was, Really pressed down against the strings to get sound. So it was that reckless abandon that I found when I when I used the Ebo to actually get that, fan, that fantastic sound. Yeah. What else did you run with it? Did you do anything else? Like any, I don't know, flange, delay, reverb? Uh, just a, a, a delay but as it drops down it goes to like a kind of telephone effect guitar and then there's two swells and that's an evil so the main thing there was that they're hard and it's just two notes that kind of building into a swell and then it sits underneath there's a tremolo fit guitar there as well just a thick fantastic thing everything that you're saying makes sense <laughs> More people should be using Ebos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because you've got the consistency with the Ebo, and then you've got the movement with the tremolo picking, and the two probably came together to make an astounding sound. Yeah. I mean, either one by themselves would sound a little bit thin thin in that section, so it just came to experimenting, really, and then we found, like you say, those two layers just work together, get the tremolo picking and the sustain of the Evo. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's freaking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been fantastic. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, indeed. I think that concludes all of my questions. Um, cool. Yeah. I believe that concludes all of my questions. We chat about guitar solos, post-hardcore prog metal, uh, comic books, LED candles, remote LED candles. I should put... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. These things are fantastic, honestly. They're great. Because they look real. And uh, on, uh, on video, they look perfect as well. Live video. And these are in front of some sliders. And uh, you, you can't see when it moves past. It, it just looks like a real thing. Because it's got like a little knobbly bit there. If you can see that, that's moving. Like mm-hmm. one of those like dog heads in a car. Yeah, they're great. Wow. Highly recommend. Yeah, awesome. All right, and then Ebos. We finished it up by talking about Ebos, which is super duper fantastic. So, um, I think you already said thank you for inviting you on the show. But yeah, thank you for coming on and for uh, sharing King of the Dead with the audience. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been it's been really cool. As you say, um, done you know done the band thing for quite a while and done it quite a ride 